what is going on respectfully selfish family um it's been a while since i checked in a lot has happened i've been starting a vlog so i've been kind of i don't say dedicating myself to that but i'm trying to get a lot better at this whole video editing thing so that's what we've been doing um since the last time we checked in me and my girlfriend went up for her sister's 30th whatever day it was when her sister's birthday we don't have to say how old um but we actually ended up surprising my mother as well which was very very cool she had no idea we were coming up uh, we took the five month old puppy with us and we were able to travel up and down the coast um i video recorded almost as much as i could on my visit so if you haven't checked it out on youtube right there ben j myers you can check that out Nothing like a good old self-plug in the intro here. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today is what that trip did for me, and hopefully it can kind of spark some ideas how you can refill your tank and how you can kind of get things going again, because with elections coming up and who knows what's going on with this virus thing and if we're going to have to shut back down or whatever precautions are going to be need to be taken, we're going to have to prepare up here because if round one goes anything or round two goes anything like round one did, some of us might be in trouble. So hopefully we can use this platform to talk about, you know, what it is you did the first time that you would do differently. Uh, as we're getting into the winter months here, what you're planning on doing to either take proper precautions or, you know, maybe get back to a little bit of your normal routine. I want to be able to talk about that stuff. So guys, comment, do whatever you got to do. Um, use this as a discussion board to really help each other out because I know it's a tough time and I know people just need a hand. So like I said, use it. Let's see if we can help each other. But back to the trip, the road trip home. What it taught me was uh, I love the shit out of my girlfriend. She is awesome. Um, not only have we been in the pandemic together and we've been, you know, figuring each other out. You know, when we're having bad days, you know, how you communicate, how you want to be treated, how you want to be interacted with. I know when I'm sick and when I'm, you know, not feeling good, I'm having a bad day. Leave me the alone. I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to be, you know, badgered with how your day was. I, I know it's so innocent, but that's not what I want. I want to be in a quiet room, mindless activity, whether that's playing video games, guitar, um, watching Netflix or anything like that. That's what I want to do. Probably order a pizza or something. Um, other people, like she likes to be a little bit more cuddled, coddled, cuddled coddled's not the word she likes the physical touch like hugs reassurance physical reassurance um vocal reassurance let her know she's doing a good job she's on the right path that kind of stuff so that's stuff we've really figured out and what i learned on the road trip up to see my family is not only do we live together but i miss the shit out of her when i don't get to be with her we had a, we spent um a week apart because we were at her family's house my cat's going nuts in the window um she was at her family's and i was at mine and i just missed the shit out of her and I realized that's when you know that person's your best friend. So I realized over quarantine, the thing we really, really communicated on was communication. Uh, that was from day one. I know when everything was kind of going into lockdown, we, that's what we talked about. Hey, if we're going to make it through this, if we're going to, you know, continue with our long, long-term goals of, you know, hopefully, you know, buying a house, doing all those long-term goal things together. We're going to have to communicate. We're going to have to get out of this together. We're going to have to work through it. We're going to have to be each other's best teammate. And that's what happened. I realized, you know, the first time we actually got to go do anything, 
kind of was a vacation. We got to take a road trip instead of flying, and we got to do this together, and it was so much fun. You kind of got a, a taste of what the normal world or what used to be normal was. And um, I forgot how much fun we can have on what can be just awful activities. Like some people look at road trips across the country as like, ugh. Especially sometimes I love traveling alone, flying alone. I love doing that stuff. But I finally found out I have an awesome partner to do it with now, which is super cool. So that's one thing I learned is <clears throat> try to mix in a little bit of normalcy um, however you can. Like I said, wherever you're at in the precautions you're taking for corona and COVID, they're the same thing. But however you're identifying it, um, got to mix in a little bit of normalcy, uh, whether that's going to dinner or planning a picnic or if the weather's getting colder, you know, planning fall activities or something like that. Something you can do, but you have to keep a little bit of normalcy in your life. Otherwise, you're going to let everything get right on top of you again. And things are going to be tough. Two, the big thing I learned is you have to be able to go back to the people that have just been giving you as much energy as you've been giving them. Going to see my family and my friends and thank you to everybody who made time to reach out or come see me or made time for me to come see them. It was amazing. I took time to coordinate with a certain group of people, my inner circle. Um, if I didn't get to see people that are in my inner circle, I apologize. It was a short trip and very last minute. Um, but I got to spend not just, you know, check the box, not just, Hey, someone's going to come over. We're going to catch up awkwardly. <clears throat> excuse me for an hour my parents couch the thing I did was I, I wanted a lot time for normalcy going to going to my cousin's apartment hanging out grabbing a beer at the brewery um, all socially distanced of course uh, going to see my other cousin my grandmother um, and then not just like catching up and saying hello but doing things I would normally do getting hoagies from Giuliano's um, all that kind of stuff shout out Giuliano's um, Lansdale, PA, right by 4th Street Pool. Um, but my gosh, being able to smell my grandmother's house or my aunt's house, uh, being able to sit on my grandmother's couch, being able to sit on my aunt's back deck, um, all those kind of things you just forget about. Uh, especially, it doesn't matter if I live in Florida and they live up in, near Philly. You could live right around the corner and forget what that feels like. You could forget what your grandmother's couch or your mother and father's couch feels like sitting on because you haven't been there in six months because of the pandemic. Remember, you have to take time to do that. That's what's going to reset you. That's your normal. That is what you grew up. That is your comfortable space. And in times like this, you have to know what you can fall back on. And that is one of them. Driving up there, seeing my family, dedicating time to do normal things. Hang out with people and do things we would normally do. Um, go to breweries. Have great conversations on the on the back deck. Uh, drive around Lansdale. Just talking. Listening to music. All that stuff was just such a great dose of normal. And it just felt so good. Obviously seeing my mom and dad and all my family and my friends was so good. Sleeping in my parents' house. I, I, I have trouble sleeping, but... I went back there five nights in a row, out like a light. It was unbelievable. It was awesome. This uh, podcast sponsored by H2O. Get it now from your fridge or your faucet. 
So that was the second thing. And number three, number three was when you get back or when you're done getting that quality time and you have to come back and normalize your life. I keep saying normalize. And this one, I, I came back and the first thing I did was I didn't unpack my suitcase, which I'm notorious for. I came in and I organized my room so I could get back and do stuff like this. It, it wasn't becoming a process. It wasn't becoming a task to be like, oh, now I got to clean up. I got to do this. Then I got to get in the mood to shoot a podcast or a vlog or something like that. You have to understand, you have to constantly try to set yourself up for, for success. And if it's things you enjoy doing, like I love doing a podcast, I love recording videos, I love editing videos, you start to learn that it isn't a task. It isn't, um, I don't want to, it is a task. It isn't a obligation to do it because you're like, oh, this is going to let me do the things I love to do. But if you're constantly doing things you don't like doing, you have to constantly be setting up for things you don't want to do. That's when you start hating the things that are your normal life. You have to, some of us aren't in situations where we can do that kind of stuff. We have to be working that job that is paying the bills because, like I said, this pandemic, no one knows what the is going on. So remember, find that hobby, find that thing that resets you, find the thing that takes you away from those mundane tasks that you don't enjoy doing. Remember that you're in control. Um, it's like a bad trip. It's like when you have a bad high. Remember, you have to breathe. You have to get through it. Remember, you're in control. Your heart's not going to explode. Your brain's not going to explode here. Remember, sometimes the most loss we feel is because it's the most... It's The most loss we feel is most most of the times when we have the clearest look in how we actually feel. So when we feel lost, we've never been seeing it clear. It's so sometimes being lost is being found. I know that's what happened to me when I finally realized I was lost and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That's when I was like, this is it. Now this is the starting point. Now this is where I build from being lost. Isn't a bad thing. Being lost is a great thing because then you get to, start from scratch you get to find out no bullshit no one telling you this or that or pulling you in whatever direction you get to be like this is for me or this isn't so that was my third fact it was reorganize your life to the things set yourself up for success as my great friend mike williams would say don't be afraid to be great we ain't in the business of moving backwards not about it always moving forward set yourself up for success and from there just be like water my friend stop bashing through those brick walls with your head let things happen let things blossom and blossom into your life i've never used the word blossom in my, in my life so look see what's happening but guys feels good to be back on the mic this is a short one we're gonna try to keep them shorter sweeter to the point because i'll tell you what Sometimes listen to myself for 20 to 30 minutes. Hey, Iverson. This cat's a crazy one. <coughs> listen to myself for 20 to 30 minutes. No, oh, thank you. Not for me. Nuh-uh. But as you can see right down here, check it. Oh, there it is. Respectfully Selfish Show. You can find me at any of the above. And go check out my blog. It's been cool. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. And I'll respond to the good ones. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for stopping by. Loved. Missed you all. 
Catch you on the next one. Bye.